Welcome to our latest edition of Techman Talks Dynamics. I've got a little bit of a change of theme today. We are normally focusing around Business Central, but we're going to take a little detour to another member of the Dynamics family, which is uh, Dynamics 365 Customer Engagement, um, or we've always known it as CRM. And I'm joined today by my colleague who looks after our CRM team within, uh, Techman, Jason Tromans. Hi, Jason. Hiya. Um, and the reason we've done a little bit of a, a, a change of path or change of track is that we're seeing more and more of our customers uh, have different requirements. BC obviously does a lot of the accountancy, as you'd expect, the financials. It goes into the warehouse. It goes into um, the, the manufacturing side of things and the distribution. But we know that that at times isn't enough for, for organizations and they need to go further with, with certain things, maybe for the start of the journey, bringing customers into the business customer after sales service and, and we're seeing more and more of those customers take Dynamics 365 CRM and utilize that together. So I thought that as part and parcel of the conversation today, we would have a look at the Dynamics 365 ecosystem or family of products that they've got. We're only really going to focus on the ones that are for the SME uh, market, but we, we know Business Central, that, that deals with you, you know, it's ERP, it does with your financials. It tells a little bit about the other side of the coin, which is CRM. Yeah, so um, in terms of CRM, uh, or customer engagement as as Microsoft know it, I think Microsoft over the years started with Dynamics CRM and the more recent um, branding of CRM into customer engagement has now led to a number of apps in the CRM space. So sales and customer service make up your what we would know, having worked in the industry for a while now, as, as CRM. Okay. Of course, on top of that, Microsoft, um, in the past kind of couple of years or so, have, has, has launched their own marketing app, marketing automation app, and, and brought that to market um, and been doing quite well with it. And then on top of that, you've, you've got other customer engagement apps that I would say we don't do as much of, but you've got things like field service, you've got things like um, what used to be called PSA or product project automation mm-hmm. as such. Um, so what they're trying to do is you've got this whole world that Business Central is an ERP system, like you say, does your accounts, does your sales order processing, purchase, stock, warehouse, production, service, jobs, etc. But your whole customer 360 view your engagement your relationship management that doesn't exist in business central it tells you what credits and invoices that you've raised Mm -hmm. what stock you've moved from one place to another but it doesn't really tell you how strong your relationship is is with a customer so that's that's where customer engagement comes in and obviously now the wider power platform that everybody is talking about and what does exactly that mean Okay, so we'll touch on that, I hope, in a moment. But so for with Business Central, where we typically have two versions of that or two flavors, we've got Essentials and Premium. Um, you, you, with, with CRM, we've got a bigger, I won't call it modular, but you can choose more of the functionality for bigger pieces. Probably got four or five different ones from what you mentioned there. And, and you can mix and match those or? Yeah, you can, you can mix and match. Obviously, um, Microsoft simplified NAV into Business Central licensing on a, on a post-it note as they called it mm-hmm. unfortunately CRM isn't quite as easy um, I, I wish it was so you've got sales has a price customer service has a price marketing has a price um, bundle them all together and you get some discounts yeah 
Um, and then the 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 wider part of the net, um, the field service, etc. If you already use CRM, you get a discounted price on that as well. So Microsoft are saying you've got the ecosystem. You take your core business applications, and if you said business central is your ERP and CRM is your CRM, but you've then got your periphery business apps that you're going to get hopefully a discount on depends on the type of user that you are to then make it more attractive for your whole business to just reside in the Microsoft ecosystem. That's where Microsoft want you to be. Okay, and it makes sense, right, that we're all using the same products, The uh, you know some of the, the similarities that roll across the products yeah. make it easier for your users to be familiar with them, to pick them up and use them quicker. And so that makes sense, just like we, we're used to using things within Office, we've seen elements of that appear in Business Central, and, and I guess they're replicated in, in customer engagement. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So we, we know the benefit of using Microsoft throughout, if it fits, it, it's, it's good. Um, and obviously they're going to try and make these products work together and we'll, we'll touch on that in a moment. You mentioned uh, something earlier on about a power platform being woven into that. Explain what you mean by, by that if you can. So power platform, the, the, uh, the, the buzz phrase, I guess, within Microsoft, who's using the power platform? How can we utilize the power platform? That's not just across us as a, as a partner and, and what we should be talking to our customers about, but customers are going, well, how do I use the power platform? And first of all, you've got to understand really what it is and what it offers. And there's different components to the Power Platform. There's there's probably um, the largest piece that people talk about is is apps, Power Apps. And you've got two types. You've got a Canvas app, which is, um, I might get told off, but it's a pretty way to display your data from a business application or some other source. Um, that you can consume it in an easy way on the shop floor, out on the road, etc. Or you've got your model-driven app where you can essentially go and build your own app with your own logic. And the best example to to say what a model-driven app is in the Power Platform, well, CRM is one. CRM is a model-driven app. So from from our perspective, you've got apps, you've got portals. So some of you have hopefully are already using. Um, the TechMang new customer portal. That is an example of a to, power to portal. To like sport goals, yeah. That's right. Absolutely, yes. Um, and then you've got things like Power BI. That's part of the Power Platform. I would say that's clearly, we know that that's a, a reporting BI mechanism that can bring lots of data sources from CRM, from Business Central together. And then you've got things like AI Builder. You've got things like Virtual Agent, etc. So Microsoft, again, are saying we've got your business ERP system, we've got your Office 365, Microsoft 365, and then we've got this power platform that is encompassing all the gaps that maybe a CRM or an ERP doesn't doesn't quite tick the box with, essentially. So you don't have to look much over your shoulder um, that Microsoft kind of have the answer in a roundabout way. It's not as simple as that. There's always questions and not do they... They don't give you every answer, but they've certainly plugged a lot of gaps. Okay, so I, I guess it's giving partners, and I know end users, and we've touched on this in previous podcasts, around uh, you know customers being a bit more self-sufficient. Some of the Power Platform tools are what we call low-code, so they can they can do a bit, but it's, it's yeah. basically a, a, a wider tool set of things that people can take off the shelf or take from the App Store or, or, or buy in a license and then fill some of the gaps or, or link products together or move data around from one to another. Absolutely. And without going too much into the Power App world in this particular podcast, 
Only this month has Microsoft taken the ability and the costing of those apps, and they've more or less halved them in price. Right, okay. Halved them in price because they weren't expensive, in my opinion, in the first place. But actually, now they've halved them in price as a PowerApp user, just as a member of, of your company using a PowerApp, costs you less than four quid a month for that, that person to use an app. Name me a business tool that is going to cost you less than four quid. Office 365, most of their tools now on Office 365 cost more than four quid. Yeah, I mean, you go and buy a Zoom account, that's a tenner, so absolutely. And then people are buying that for home use, aren't they? So, and I guess that's trying to encourage the adoption and people to go and buy this, roll it out, and get their staff using it on their mobiles and, and, and extend the reach of the software uh, into the field. Uh, absolutely. And it's the, it's, it's the case that using the technology to, to enhance what you've already invested in in your, in your ERP system. Now, as you've come back to ERP and, and Business Central predominantly, um, I know if I look at the, the website around Business Central from Microsoft and other partners, when you have those little tick boxes of all the functionality that is included within the box, Microsoft will tell you there is an element of CRM included with Business Central. Right? So why on earth, if, if someone has bought a BC license, Business Central license, would they then go and, and look at additional costs for Dynamics 365, customer engagement or or some of the other apps. What, what's, what's wrong with uh, BC CRM? So, so I, I'm going to be as, as, as hopefully as diplomatic as possible in my answer. Okay, it's unusual for you, but go um, But the idea here is it, it goes back to the point that I think has already been mentioned here, a phrase that we've already used, the right tool for the right job. Yeah. And from our perspective, we're sitting here and we're saying, and you've already stated that you look on Microsoft website and it's got the tick box that it has CRM functionality. It does. And in the world of Nav, Navision, it had as well. But in all those years, Microsoft has fundamentally not invested in that part of the functionality of the system. Mm. They've made it compatible, yes. They've, in Business Central, they've put a role center in called Sales and Relationship Manager with a few dashboards and pipeline on it. Yippee. Um, but as a whole, Microsoft have since early 2000s gone on their own CRM journey and created a best in breed CRM solution that rivals the best out there in the market. So Microsoft's sitting there going, I've got my ERP systems, I've got my CRM system. Well, why would I want to make my ERP system best of breed in CRM itself when I've got my CRM tool here? Yeah. And that's the reality is that that's where we're at. As a simple contact management interaction tool, maybe even a fancy Rolodex, um, then maybe Business Central CRM is okay. Right. I don't want to do it a massive disservice because it is functional. But from somebody who has sat in a commercial team for a number of years, it's not something I would want to use. Okay, and I, well, I know we used it, as you said, back in the very early noughties when that was all that was available and, uh, and, it, and it wasn't fantastic. And I've heard it, as you've described it there, as contact management. It's fine if you want to store, you know, a few email addresses, uh, telephone numbers, addresses and, and along those lines. But I think people expect a lot more from their CRM and, and it's becoming such an important part of a, a relationship now that you've got that, that foresight and that data about people. You do. And I think from... from uh, Business Central, what does it offer? So let's just recap, without me shadowing over the functionality that it does offer. It ha- contacts is at the heart, and a contact in, in, in Business Central is a 
is a company or a, or a person. Um, that's how you have to distinguish it inside of Business Central. You then have the concept of interactions. So that's a, I've spoke to you. I've picked up the phone and said, how you doing? Do you want to buy this off me? Yeah. Um, you can create interaction templates. So it's a phone call, it's a meeting, it's a Teams call, it's a Zoom call, etc. So you can, and then you can allocate cost and time against those kind of things. And again, one of probably some of the, the bit from my point of view that Business Central has around CRM, it expects a cost around everything that you're doing from CRM perspective. And yes, you need to understand your cost of your sales effort for what you're going to get back out of it. But that's showing through the Business Central ERP transactional financial side of a tool, not a, this is a relationship tool. Yeah. Um, and then on top of the interactions, you've got opportunities. So I've got an opportunity, I've got stages, I, I, I do an inquiry, I go to learning more and getting a tender or more detail of what I need to quote for, I quote for it, I negotiate, I win it, I lose it, etc. So you can do that in, in, inside of the CRM functionality in Business Central. So it's functional and it can do a job, but it's very clicky. There's a lot of windows, there's a lot of basic setup of templates to do. It's not... It's not agile in terms of how you use it as a user, I don't think. Okay. And I think, I guess, if, if someone thought, you know, what that might do me is I'm starting up, I've got other things to focus on, and we might say, yeah, that, that's fine, it'll do what you want. Is there a way of, of migrating, I don't know, in a couple of years when you want to go to customer engagement and the full-fledged product, is there an easy way to say, right, transition from this to this, or is it going to be a painful rekeying of data or starting again? Master data is a bit like your, your, your ERP project with Business Central and Navi years gone by. Your master data is e- easy enough to, to migrate, but your your value of your CRM is your engagement with your customers and understanding where your relationship has been and evolved and where it is now. Trying to migrate, even from another CRM system, not Business Central, your interaction history and trying to tag that on the date that it happened that's hard work that's that's hard work that's like saying maybe my comparison it's like saying I want all of my invoice transactional history migrated from my old ERP system that's not Dynamics into into, into Business Central please yeah. so, there's no, okay. so by the sound of it if you did a lift and shift everything would be dated the day you did the move so you lose that element of how long have you been progressing this opportunity absolutely unless you did a lot more configuration work to make those dates work, but then... The cost savings then, you might as well have gone to CRM right at the beginning. Absolutely. And that is the point going, set, whilst you want to set your right foundation for Business Central and your ERP, you should do the same principle with your CRM. Choose the right tool, not a, oh, it's cheap as cheerful, I'll deal with this for a couple of years and then I'll move. That Unfortunately, I don't think that's the right way to go. Right. Okay. And I know we've picked up customers in the past that were using Business Central CRM. And, and the one thing I used to hear when I was probably more directly involved in those sales opportunities was their frustration with that was that there was no real link to Outlook. It was promised, but it never really used to work. And that, that was such a pain for people because sales teams live in Outlook at the time. Yeah, absolutely. You, you turn on, you, you, you are engaging with your customer's phone or email on a daily basis. And no, there isn't any true Outlook inter- interaction or integration um, when it comes to the CRM functionality in, in Business Central. And again, I've also highlighted that in Business Central CRM, I've talked about the sales functionality that you've got as as a tool. There is no customer service functionality, period. 
I've seen people that have used service management and incidents and evolve that to try and deal with customer service type activity and you're using the wrong tool here going back to the right tool right job um, you were just using the wrong tool again unfortunately Microsoft haven't developed and created that functionality inside of Business Central because they've got their separate CRM tool which makes sense so okay I don't I don't dwell on the negatives Let, let's flip it back into into you know the, the core uh, the, the CRM product the Dynamics 365 customer engagement so so we've talked about what BC uh, CRM can't do Tell us some of the stuff that we've done or delivered within within CRM. You know, your team of we've been doing CRM for probably twenty years at Techman, but we've really got it yep. uh, kicking and, and, and screaming and, and driving forward over the last uh, two or three years, and even involved heavily in that. But but what are we doing for our customers, and and how how are the two products working together? I, I think the reality is when you choose a tool like Dynamics Customer Engagement as a as a CRM tool, you 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 utilize that tool for what it's designed for. A bit like Business Entry is an ERP tool that's not the cheapest in the world, um, but it's very flexible, very scalable. Yeah. Dynamics cust- 365 Customer Engagement as a CRM tool is exactly the same kind of concept, is that it's designed to, to meet in the middle of a your business process with a tool and make sure that you can be as efficient as possible and automated to help you get the right information at the right time. So we're mapping people's sales processes um, into the system, questioning the sales processes at the same time, saying, well, why do you do it that way, like you do on ERP projects, and then making it fit that you've got better visibility. It's not in Outlook, it's not in Excel, it's not in someone's head, um, or it's not been made to fit with a tool that's a bit more rigid as such. Um, and the idea on the back end of that is that you're linking it to Outlook, you're tracking your emails, you're making a copy of that inside CRM. I go on holiday, something happens around a contract discussion, you can pick it up for me. And we do, yeah. uh, And the idea is then is that you've then got ability to link into other tools, more flexible tools such as DocuSign or HelloSign for contract signatures. You've got the ability to log um, phone calls. You've got the ability to interact and use for example the integration coming soon for business voice um and you so pop bus- on the bus- screen business voice is the team's absolutely like some yes. team's phone phone it is functionality, yeah. it is so the idea is that someone's calling in our support desk will, 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 will take hold of this functionality call in recognizes the number pops open their screen you can automatically start dialing the case how efficient is that the idea is that you can do the case or you can do the opportunity or you know the record that you're working on therefore you can update it you can put what's been going on in that relationship together so from our perspective we're mapping people's processes um, and the challenges that they have in the visibility of those engagements where do they drop the ball on where do they lose the opportunities what type of opportunities do they lose sometimes it's just oh it's a gut feeling or I think I lost it there's no real statistical analysis around it to then improve upon of how you can do how you can do better who does better on what type of deals what does internal sales do versus external sales do how do they have visibility of what each other's doing on the same same account and who spoke to them last who spoke to them about a customer case the idea is you can walk in a team's call or you can walk into face to face you can open CRM on an app on your phone or on your laptop, on a tablet. And you can understand, from integration to Business Central, when was the last time we posted an invoice? Do they have an outstanding balance? What was the last time I spoke to them about? 
and what was it what was it about what was the last time customer service spoke to them about and when was the last time that they raised a case or a problem with us and I can see all that together in one about my relationship strength with that customer not just a it's a transaction. So for an account manager or a salesperson that's going in working with the base, they've got that information, as you said, before they walk in, they might be aware of the customer hasn't paid a bill for a while and the last yeah. thing you want to start doing is, is selling more more, more sales to, to a customer that's got a bad debt problem. Or they can go in and see the history, what's been working, what hasn't, and so they can tackle those issues with them either the phone or, or Teams or, or in person. So they're getting that full, full package. And of course, the ERP typically is the lifeblood of a company because that's where their invoice is and that's going through. And we're pulling that data or elements of that data into CRM so it's in one place. Absolutely. Absolutely. ERP, every, every, the, the stigma around ERP, you need an ERP, you need a finance system that's going to be able to raise, raise an order, raise an invoice, and you get paid. Therefore, you, get, you, you, you can sell something, you can get paid for something. That means that you can pay the bills and you can grow as a business from a from a revenue, from a financial perspective. But unless you understand your customer and you understand the relationship you are at with that customer, and usually that customer has had multiple touch points across the organization, well, if you're about to walk into um, from the frying pan into the fire because they've raised three issues about some critical deliveries that were missed, you didn't meet your on-time in full, that's been logged on a CRM case, um, and you're about to walk in to try and sell them something else they, to, to deliver for their next project that they're doing, well, you're not exactly going to get go down very well, is it? And so it's about the visibility, and like I say, Business Central gives you your transactional visibility, not your relationship visibility. And you, you touched on there, I think, historically CRM as, as was, was, I won't say is, but was classed as a, as a sales and a pipeline tool, the business closed and then, you know, CRM was well, just sticks in the sales team. You've talked there about, you know, issues that we've not hit, uh, SLAs, we might have it, or we've not delivered uh, an order fully. Yeah. And so you're going into the after service or after sales service uh, arena as well with this. Absolutely. So I think from our point of view, we do... We do sales projects, sales focus projects, where it's, where it's from lead all the way to opportunity and onwards um, to winning the sale and delivery. But then you've got the after sales. At the end of the day, the, the, the common phrase and the term that we all know, it's easier uh, to, to sell to your customer base and drive business out your customer base than it is to gain a new customer. Yeah, absolutely. So f- from our point of view, how are you looking after new customers and how are you managing that centrally so everybody has, has visibility that you can get the most out of your existing customer base and the idea is you educate you inform you make you make that trust that confidence and you send that through communication through newsletters etc you keep them updated you say oh i remember so and so spoke to you and the idea is that they don't have to pinpoint and say well actually i spoke to so and so because you already know it so they know that you're on the ball yeah so if you're not on the ball then that's going to give an excuse for them to have a moan at you or or say something's wrong, or maybe even give somebody else a go. So as a tool, we're doing a lot of sales and customer service, but also one thing that TechMan are doing a lot of is, is account management. So customer service is a, I raise a ticket, I've got a problem or I've got a query. But account management is a, how do I make sure that I categorise my accounts and I speak to these accounts every three months, these accounts every six months, these accounts every 12 months, and what do I speak about? How do I make sure that I'm covering the right conversations at the right time and I'm having more strategic conversations with them as well as just firefighting or talking about opportunities. I, I think that's really very, very true. I know looking at our business, 
every company will drop the ball occasionally. You want to minimize that, of course, but then I think most customers will accept that. But what they won't accept is if you do a shoddy job of trying to put it right. Okay, so they'll accept it, but then what are you going to do to put it right? And I think yeah. CRM is a, is a great tool for, for, as you said, tracking that, looking at what's happened. And once we've, we've kicked into, right, we have an issue and a process for dealing with that issue, hopefully the customer is going to be satisfied with what done to put it. The example being is it gets raised to a customer service rep or an account manager. It unfortunately has to go up the chain, has to end up at senior management or board level create a task in CRM, assign it, put the details against it, link it to the link it to the phone call or the issue. That then sits in whoever's pot it belongs to as the escalation point. They that know that that belongs to them. They can see the details behind it. They can pick up the phone. They can say when it's done. We can then go to the customer going, we dealt with this and this is how long it took to dealt with because it timestamps when it first started, timestamps when actually yeah. you, you concluded it. But at the same time, you can say when the customer comes back to you and say, I've had a lot of challenges with you over the past 12 months. Yes, unfortunately, you've had three ex- escalations that have ended up at board level. We're really sorry for this. These were the three. These are categorised, and this is how quickly we dealt with them. I appreciate we dropped the ball, but this is this. You've come back at them. You're not trying to be argumentative, but you're trying to acknowledge. You're doing, throwing them a statistic and how you dealt with it, and they'll go, actually, to be fair, you're quite reasonable in what you've said, opposed to a, yeah, sorry, I don't know what to say. Or a good feel that we thought we did this, and then Absolutely. you can't prove it. Yeah. But that's that's designed what the, the, the tool is designed to do. Everybody will use it in slightly different ways. And that is the power of dynamics as a customer engagement CRM tool that it's designed to have how you work, what are the type of queries, issues, how do your customer service team or account management team work? How do your sales team work? Are they one of the same people? And it's flexible and scalable to meet you how you work as a business, but give visibility to the rest of the business. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I, I see that here. We obviously use CRM, just so everyone's aware, for our support desk. So we have that uh, level of SLAs, things that need to be escalated. We have the visibility so we can see how many calls are coming in, how many, how quickly they're being closed. So it does really work from a, a post or after sales uh, tool as well as the traditional way. I know, I know we're not going to cover it today, but from, from my role of looking after sales and marketing, as the, the you know the pipeline and the way the opportunities come in has changed massively in the last five to ten years, it's great that we can actually almost reverse what we've done and see the business we've won. Where did that start? Sometimes years ago, yeah. And we can see what campaigns and and the journey that those people have taken. I will save that for another podcast, Jase, because we're going to get you back on. So we maybe talk about that. Um, but uh, like you said, from from the start, the first engagement with the customer, all the way through to that long term engagement of keeping the customer happy. We we, we take a long time to get a customer. Last thing we want is them going out the back door. So I think it's a great tool for, for looking after them. So um, just to, to probably bring it back around, as well as it being in the same Dynamics family, there is a cost benefit. If you're a Business Central user, Microsoft have, have, have you know recognised that. You've already invested in Dynamics 365. Yeah. What do they do if you've, if you've got BC and you want to have a look at um, yeah. customer engagement? <laughs> Clearly, um, it's an attraction to use CRM functionality in Business Central because you've got the licence and you can just utilize the functionality on offer. So for a long time, um, when it's come to the world of subscription, Microsoft haven't really had an answer until more recently. Now, without getting into the the devil in the detail of license differentiation, um, we talked about how customer engagement has a level, you've different apps within it. You've got sales, customer service, marketing. Let's just focus on sales and customer service a okay. second. So actually from Microsoft, um, sorry for complicating this, um, 
we've got professional and enterprise level. So professional is your, if you call it your starter for 10 set of functionality. So you've got an element of, you can, you can tailor so far, as soon as you hit your threshold, you've got to go to enterprise. There's some, ni- there's some nicer bells and whistle functionality that is only available in enterprise. But why do I mention professional and, and enterprise I'm level? assuming enterprise has a bigger price tag normally. Enterprise yeah. does have a bigger price tag. Um, both have RRPs that can be bought independently. But if you are a business central, full user, and you pay for that on a type of subscription, is that Microsoft allow you to use this concept called an attach license. So I could be a business central essential or premium user, pay my subscription, and actually I also want to use sales functionality. And because of the business and because we're just starting out and we don't need anything too and we're going to get embedded in our business first, we're going to start out at professional level sales professional. The idea is that that will cost me, as, an, as a person that has that license, £15.10 for the CRM bit of sales professional. Okay. I'm um, opposed to £49. Okay, so if I was buying that with that BC, if I just went and bought that sales, it was going to be 50 quid more or less, £49, you said. Yeah. And now, because you've got BC, we can do an attached price of £15, £10. Correct. Same a principle on customer service. So customer service, professional, enterprise, same concept again in terms of your differences as a high level. RRP, just short of 40 quid. £37.70, I think it is. Um, but again, if I'm a business central, full user, I could have that CRM customer service license for £15.10. Now, so again, saving. If I wanted to be a person that needed sales and customer service functionality, as well as my business central license. I got my BC license at 50 quid or 75 quid as a round number. I've got my sales at 15 pound 10 on top of it. Yep. I've then got my customer service attached again at 15 pound 10 on top of it. So I could, in reality, be saving in the realms of kind of 60 odd quid um, plus in terms of my licenses by just being a business central kind of license. Now, not everybody is going to need a full CRM license in addition to their business central. But if they're a salesperson and they're doing orders, etc., it's the, where do you do your orders? Where do you do your quotes? Well, the idea is that, yes, CRM is the function to do it, but actually I'm going to do it in business central because I've got pricing logic all in there, but I want to manage my relationship, I want to manage my pipeline, I want to manage all that kind of fancy stuff there. I can have both licenses and I can get a deal for it. And and is, so just to clarify, that means you haven't got to have that for every Business Central user you've got. Oh, no. You could say we've got two two people that use Business Central, but they've also got a sales or an account management or, a, you know, like a, a sales, a service uh, role within their, their job. And they could just have those those handful of users could just pay the £15.10 for the sales and an additional £15.10 if they need the customer service. and, and, and Absolutely. Okay, perfect. So that, that's quite a, a nice way or a, an economical way of being able to, you know, put the put the functionality in, have a look at it, you know, work with us to, you know, take some of those sales processes and replicate them uh, or streamline them and then put them into CRM and, and, and see how you go. As Absolutely. Business. Absolutely. And we've got a lot of customers that, that do that. They're using, they're using CRM for its workflow power, its flexibility, managing the process. But then the transaction element to it, the quote, the order, is being done inside of Business Central. 
and they don't want to pass it over to somebody else to go can you now go and do my order please with this discounted skew this price well it's a bit of a no-brainer indeed indeed Okay, well, I, I know that uh, we are going to be talking to you more. We're going to try and get like a bit of a, a, a different run with our podcast talking as well as carrying on with the VC stuff. We're going to do some, some CRM with yourself and the team and, and look at what else we can, we can drive into some detail there. So I don't want to cover everything today. We've got loads to talk about. So I think we've probably done our usual, you know, half an hour, 25 minutes, half an hour today. So thank you, first of all, for, for coming in and, no, and, and, and joining us today. And we'll, we'll definitely have you back on and we'll run through some some dedicated CRM topics and for everyone who's joined us really appreciate you taking the time out I hope it's been of use and if you do have any questions obviously you can contact us here at uh, Techman uh, via our email address or our normal contact details but, but thanks for taking the time to listen and I hope it's been of value see you soon